0: Welcome to the Expanded By podcast. I'm your host, Chelsea. I'm a business mentor, brain rewiring, certified coach, and soon to be 7D, a high energy healer. On this podcast, we're going to be talking about all things business growth, spirituality, brain rewiring, mindset, energetics, and so much more. You can connect further with me on Instagram at expandwithchelsea and on YouTube at expandwithchelsea. I am so excited that you're here. I hope you leave today feeling expanded by what we talk about. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to have you here. Today, I want to talk about the intersection of being a real-ass human and a business owner. And... I talk a lot on the podcast about energetics and how our business is a reflection of how we're doing mentally, emotionally, physically, and how to actually move through all of that and how to live with the knowledge that, yes, you do have this thing that depends on you a lot, but also like you're meant to be a human being that has fun and has a life and (laughs) experiences things. So that's going to be a big focus of the episode for today, and I also wanted to share a bit about... This really big, for lack of better words, this very shifting energy healing session that I just did for myself because I think it is really going to help you also move through things in a big way and All of that being said, I cannot freaking wait to show you the new cover for the podcast. Oh my God, my designer just sent the final edit over to me, and I love it so much. I love it so much. It is much different branding and colors than the Expand with Chelsea brand, and I did that very intentionally, and I want to talk about it just a little bit because I think as business owners, we don't know what we don't know, and... That's one of the biggest blocks sometimes, right? Like because there are no rules, we create the rules and sometimes we are operating within parameters that are too small, but that's just because we don't know anything else exists. So I like to share a lot of the behind the scenes because I think it's actually going to be really helpful for you in sparking something that feels right for you, right? Because being a business owner is one of the most creative things that you can do. You are constantly problem solving. Like I I cannot think of anything more creative than running a business. Launching, creating offers, marketing, I mean, all of it. Super, super creative. So if you're a business owner and you don't consider yourself creative, like it might be time to uh, change that narrative up a little bit. And I can't wait to show you this podcast cover because it's everything that I freaking wanted. It's everything Everything. And the reason that I wanted the branding to be different than my personal brand is not because I don't want it associated. I definitely do. But I actually wanted this podcast to act as a standalone start to the funnel. So, what I'm envisioning here is at this point I have 170 some episodes of the podcast and I pivoted about a year and some ago so about 13 months ago and since then most every one of those episodes have been business focused business growth related and that's how it will very likely remain for the duration of this podcast um I, you know whatever people can change their minds we can switch i could tomorrow wake up and be like I I need to move into this direction, but for the foreseeable future, we're talking all things business growth. This is what I'm obsessed with. This is what I really, really like to talk about. This is this is for right now, like this is the thing. So I have a lot of episodes that I think are really, really helpful for business owners. I mean, that's why I do this podcast is to give you valuable and free information on how to grow your own business. And I really want people to find this information. And I knew for a long time that the title expanded by, like, it wasn't very searchable. Like, if you know me you'd be able to find the podcast, but you probably wouldn't stumble upon it and then start listening to it just based off of the cover and the title alone, and that's what I wanted for this rebrand. I totally wanted it to be something that somebody could discover me through the podcast, so that was kind of a lot of my intention behind the rebrand, and I really wanted to be excited about the podcast. Like, I really do love podcasting, but I think something within me just knew that there was that disconnect of like, okay... I have really great content, but I know that more people could be finding it, and they're not finding it because of the current way that it's set up, because of the current way that it's named and branded. So I was like, fuck it. Let's just scrap it and start over. And it was really cool to work on the rebranding process with my designer because I sent over some ideas to her initially, and she did some mock-ups, and I received them back, and I was like, oh my God, no, like those aren't it, but (laughs) the exact idea that I had. Came into my mind at that moment. And before then, like I just couldn't see the image. I couldn't see the visuals before. Like I actually needed her to send me those mock-ups in order for me to be like, oh my God, this is exactly what I want. This is the vision that I want. And she like took it and ran with it. Like, this is why I hire people is because I know that they can do things three million times better than I ever could. Like I I probably could have like forced myself to come up with this design and it would have taken me like 14 hours and I would have cried through the entire thing and it would have been absolutely miserable and still not as good as what my designer did. So again, that's that's coming soon. I want to also share the name with you very soon. And I will also be having one of my friends. He is creating a new intro song for the podcast as well, which is really, really exciting. So this is something that I've really, really recommitted to in 2023 is podcast and email list. Like I really love Instagram, but like it's not it for me. Like that's that's not it. There's so much censorship there is so many things dependent on the algorithm which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing but just like sometimes I don't want to play by the rules. Like I just want to do what I want to do and it doesn't necessarily work that way on Instagram. That works a little bit better podcasting and email list wise, but I think for me, I just realized like I'm spreading myself too thin and I'm caring about too many things all at once. And if I just narrowed my focus down a little bit and put more intention into creating higher quality podcast episodes and higher quality email through improving things like my copywriting, then I'm going to actually feel better about those things as marketing tools. And because my relationship with them is better automatically, that's going to bring more people in. So I know I say this a lot, but like our relationship to the thing is more important than the thing itself. Like, my relationship to my email list is more important than how many people I have on my email list. How I feel about my email list and how I feel about what I put out there and the people that interact and all of the content and how excited I am about it is way more important than the actual number of people that are on my email list. Like, Yes, numbers, like, do kind of matter, but they also, like, they really, really don't. Like, I was having this conversation with a client the other day about how she wanted to grow her audience, and, you know, she sees other, you know, people in her same industry with more followers than she does, and she was kind of associating that with the reason, like, okay, if I if I make you know, if I have more followers, I'm going to make more money. And that's the direct correlation there. And I can tell you what, like I've worked with business owners that have a lot of followers that really don't make that much money. So... If we can actually just like take that step back and stop focusing so much on the metrics of things and focus more about our and on our relationship with how we feel about the thing itself, like that truly is what's the most important thing. Like I talked about this a lot when I was a climbing coach, and we have to feel successful. So, whatever you need to do in order to feel successful, like you've got to do it. So, for me with the podcast, the rebrand was a massive step in me feeling more successful because when I feel more successful, I want to show up more. And when I show up more, I become more visible naturally. So noticing in your own business, you know, what are some of the things that you feel hesitant towards? What are some of the things that you feel resistant towards? And I did an episode recently on this. You know, we have a couple of choices. We can get rid of the thing, we can outsource it, or we can actually just change our relationship to it. We can address our mindset around it and get really honest with ourselves and ask, like, what's up here? Like, for me, I don't want to look at the podcast and be like, wow, I've done 170 episodes. Oop, time to move on to something new. It's like, no, I've invested so much time and effort into this. I want to... shift and tweak the relationship that I have with it so that it continues to feel good for me going forward so that I don't feel like I need to start a brand new something like TikTok where it's like a completely brand new platform where, you know, I might at some point get into that. But I would rather just double down on what I've already been doing because I have now you know, 170 plus episodes that people can go look back on and see the journey and get to know me. And this is just a really great way for people to see exactly what it would be like to work with me through the podcast. And I would rather just feel a little bit better about that and move forward from that space than giving up on it and trying something completely new. Sometimes the answer is giving up on it and trying something completely new, but I think deep, deep down, you know what needs to happen. You know what needs to shift and change, and truly, I cannot wait to share these things with you. I'm so freaking excited to do the grand reveal. It looks so good. Like, it looks so good. My jaw dropped when I opened the email with the image in it, and I was like, yes, like, this is it. This is everything. So I'll be sharing soon when that is out and available, and I'm sure I'll be re- really loud about it, and I'm sure you won't you won't miss it because I'm going to be so excited to share with you. So before we dive into today's episode, I want to do some updates. So if you were listening to this podcast episode on the day that it comes out February 9th, 2023, that means I have two free energy healing circles happening next week, one on Monday the 13th and then one on Valentine's Day on the 14th, and I really wanted to open up these energy healing circles, I mean, right around Valentine's Day because it is, you know, holiday. Day of love, whatever it is, a hallmark. I was gonna say vacation, but it is a hallmark holiday. Like, yes, there's all these like things associated around it, but like, truly, love is so beautiful. And when I work with uh 7D, D high energy, this is divine love. This is what love feels like to me. It is unconditional, it is powerful, it is fierce, it is strong, it is passionate, it is gentle, it is all of these things, and it is. Fucking... Beautiful and I absolutely love it and I cannot wait to share this with you. So I opened these spots up to my email list first. I'm recording this episode a little bit early, so I kind of doubt that there will be spots available still. But if there are, you can head to the link in the show notes and sign up for free. Usually I charge $77 per spot for these sessions, but I am opening these up for free because I really want you to experience this. Energy healing is besides brain rewiring, it is the number one tool that I've used inside my business. To to move past big emotions, to cut cords, to release what's no longer serving me, to really help support myself in my daily practices. So things like meditation, card pulling, journaling, like this for me is self-care. And if you aren't doing self-care things, that was a really nuanced statement, I know. But if you aren't Doing self care as a business owner. And if you aren't supporting yourself in that way, like eventually, who's going to run your business? Like you're going to run yourself ragged, you're going to be burnt out, you're going to be overwhelmed. It's not going to be a good situation. So, making sure that you are doing those things now, receiving energy healing is like clearing and giving yourself a blank slate. And I'm going to get into this when I share more about my energy healing session from today. But This is truly, truly one of the most important tools that you can have in your toolbox as a business owner because a lot of the times what ends up happening is we have these emotions that we have not processed, we have not worked through, and they are making us stuck. Sometimes they're not even our emotions. Sometimes they are other people's emotions, but if we are empaths, if we are particularly sensitive to other people's emotions, we're going to take those on as our own. And if we don't regularly clear those out, they're going to block motivation, they're going to block creativity, inspiration, all of those things, and you're going to feel like you are stuck. You're going to feel like I am the worst business owner in the entire world. I should burn this down. Whoever want to listen to me, that's when imposter syndrome sneaks in. All of those things, we've got to give you the space to allow new things to come in. And in order for us to do that, we've got to clear the old out. That's what energy healing does. So this is why I'm opening up those two healing circles. And then I think I want to say on Tuesday, so Valentine's Day, I'm actually going to be starting a big sale on one-on-one, a high energy healing session. I am giving you the discounted rate that I offer to all of my current clients, and I am only opening up a few spots. I have not taken on new energy healing clients in quite a while, actually. It's been, I think, since October of last year, so it's been about four months. I'm only going to be opening my books a couple of times a year, so once you're in, you're in, but if you are not in yet, then... It is going to be a bit of a wait. So if you are interested in this, I would absolutely stay tuned here on the podcast. I'm going to be running this sale for about a week and a half. So not too incredibly long. And again, I'm only going to have limited spots available. So this will be for three-pack a high energy healing sessions. You get three sessions that you get to use and book in whenever you feel like you need them. And also I will be opening up spots for Transform, which is going to act as a punch pass into any of the the energy healing circles that I hold throughout the end of the year. So I am doing energy healing circles on every portal day. So 3-3, that'll be March 3rd, April 4th, May 5th. So throughout the end of the year. So if you already know that you love the energy healing circles or you attend one of the free ones that I'm hosting next week and you know you want more of that in your life, you can purchase the Transform, which essentially you get three energy healing circles for the price of two so you can stock up on those ones as well and i'll be hosting those throughout the rest of the year so there will at least be nine more healing circles throughout the end of the year and there will probably be other ones too so lots of opportunities for energy healing in the coming future and i will let you know when that sale is available likely i think it's going to start on valentine's day So I got two things for you. One, it's winter, and if you're like me and live in a very cold, (laughs) dry environment, you might be struggling a little bit with your skin. And two, I've been traveling a ton. I think I traveled more in 2022 and 2023, the beginning of this year, more than I have probably, ever in my lifetime combined. I've just been re on travel and visiting places and experiencing things, but because of that, my skin is struggling. All of the air on the airplane, eating things that I maybe wouldn't normally eat, going and probably like not showering as often as i should be Clearstem has been such a lifesaver specifically their bounce back serum this is their collagen serum that what they call it is actually the no botox botox because it provides so much skin tightening benefit and wrinkle support. It helps to hydrate and restore. It is definitely thicker than their Cell Renew Serum, which I also really love, so I use the Bounce Back at Night in addition to their exfoliating vitamin scrub, and honestly, like, it makes me feel so bougie. I freaking love it. Skincare is something that I've really been focusing on a lot more lately because with my business, I am on camera and I'm on video a lot, and I just feel a lot more confident. Confident personally when I know that my skin is looking great and clear stem has been such a big part of that lately. Their bounce back serum is renewing to the skin and doesn't contain any pore-clogging ingredients. That's one of my favorite parts about Clear Stem is that they have this massive commitment to not using pore-clogging ingredients. I mean, do you remember when coconut oil was all the rage and we all thought that that was a good idea to like use on our face and shave with and put it in our hair, and it turns out that coconut oil is extremely pore-clogging and for me, I have very sensitive skin, so if anything is on there, like even putting sunscreen on, I'm like, oh, yep, definitely gonna break out from that. So, so, Clearstem actually has on their website an entire list of pore clogging ingredients that you can go find. You can go to clearstemskincare.com and read all about those. I was definitely using ingredients that I had no idea were clogging my pores. Once I learned about that, then now I'm a lot more selective about the things that I put on my skin. I actually ran out of the Bounce Back Serum a couple of weeks ago and it was a noticeable difference in my skin. So I made sure to reorder double so that I won't be running out again and I'm so happy to have it back. If you are curious and want to try out the Bounce Back Serum, you can head on over to clearstemskincare.com and use the code CHELSEA, C-H-E-L-S-E-A for 15% off the serum or any other one of Clearstem's incredible products. 100% a hundred percent would recommend each and every single one of them. I have tried every single one of their products and have all of them. Use them personally every single day. Again, that code is Chelsea for fifteen percent off any Clear Stem products. Tag me on Instagram at Expand with Chelsea when you get your order so I can see what you got some personal life updates, which is honestly a big inspiration for this episode in the first place, because at some point, something's going to happen in your personal life where you are like, holy shit, things are really hitting the fan, and now I have to run a business. This is a lot of things, and I am a human being with a limited capacity. So for example, I went to a climbing competition this last weekend, and it went okay. I don't think I climbed particularly well, but so it goes sometimes and when we were done competing, I realized I have a flat tire. Like, it was just, like, very obvious. My tire is extremely flat. It's just, like, basically sitting on the rim, and I was like, okay, got to deal with this, which wasn't actually too bad because one of my friends had a patch kit, and then somebody else had a compressor, so we were able to fix the tire. That wasn't that big of a deal, but the bigger issue was that Ollie, my dog, had been really, really obsessed with licking a wound, which was conveniently located near his butt. Um, So, he had been pretty much licking his butt for like the last like three days straight and I was like okay dog like I don't know what this like all of a sudden fixation is about but I think it's becoming a little bit too too much of a thing like I think I think you're a little too obsessed with it at this point point." and I was like okay well he can't even walk normally without like being really really concerned with what's going on in his rear end so I think I gotta take him in so The next day, I end up taking him into the emergency vet in Seattle where we were doing the competition. And thankfully, we were in Seattle because with bigger cities, there's actually things open where I live in Leavenworth. Like, nothing would have been open at that point. So I take him in, and it turns out he has this, like, wound on his tail that he has licked, as dogs do, so much that it became infected. And he is a really, really sensitive little dog. Like, I swear to you, this dog, when I try to brush him... It's like his fur has feelings. Like, he he gives me this look where he's like, you are actually torturing me, mom. And I'm like, okay, kid. Like, your fur doesn't have feelings. But anyway, he is, he's very sensitive. So the vet actually had to muzzle him and sedate him in order to even, like, shave this patch of hair so that his wound could be visible, and then they conveniently did not have the sedative that they needed to give me when I checked out so that when I got home, Ollie was just like so freaked out. He was in so much pain and he wouldn't let me near him, wouldn't let me anywhere near his tail to actually like spray on this antibiotic that I gave him. So I had to go to a different vet to go pick up a sedative so that I could actually just like take care of this wound that he has. He also has um, a cone now, which he really doesn't like, and he actually ended up breaking that within the first 24 hours of wearing it because he was just running into all all of the doors and all of the walls. All of this to say, that was a lot. That was a lot of things to deal with. He is doing fine now and in the grand scheme of things, like really not that big of a deal, but... Also, within this climbing competition, I ended up doing something that aggravated my neck. And if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I have gone through something similar in the past. And it actually ended up turning into a really big deal last time where I ended up checking myself into the ER because I thought I was going to, like, lose function in my neck. Like, I could barely move. It hurt so bad. And it turned out to be a disc injury. So I kind of have all of this going on, right? And I'm like, all right, well, I haven't worked in a couple of days. Like, I'm feeling a little bit weird about things. It's like a Monday, and I'm feeling all of this, like, pressure to work and to do stuff and to show up for my business, and holy shit, like, is anybody even going to remember about me if I take another day off? And... Here's the thing with being a business owner like things are never going to stop happening life is always going to you know one event after another and it's not a bad thing right like this is this is what being human is but I think within all of this, like understanding that you are a human and giving yourself permission to take a step back will always allow you to move forward from a more powerful place because you have given yourself time to rest, because you have given yourself time and space to deal with things and to process through things. One of my biggest helpful tools that I lean on is human design knowing that I'm a projector in human design is one of the biggest things that actually allows me to be like welp okay I don't have that big of a capacity to just push through things I'm not built to be a workhorse not that I think anybody should be a workhorse but I think for me it's just this big permission slip of like okay you've been trying to force it it's not working it's not happening like if you just let it go things will come in and this is the deconditioning process this is moving out of this hustle grind culture. We've talked about this a lot on the podcast, but I just wanted to share this very real-life example of it being fucking uncomfortable to rest. Like, I really had to wrestle with myself this week, and I had to talk myself off the work ledge. Like, I really wanted to get in there and to do things and to push past what my nervous system could handle when my body was giving me very clear signs that I needed to slow the fuck down because of all these stressors, because of the tire, because I've been competing and climbing um, the last couple of weekends in a row. I've been go, go, going. I went through a launch recently. Everything with Ollie. I have a new boyfriend. I'm definitely sleeping less. Like There's all of these things inside here that my body was like, don't do it. And I actually chose to not do it. And a lot of the times when it comes to rest and it comes to stepping back, it is going to be a lot more uncomfortable to rest than it will be to push through and work. We are used to pushing through. We are used to working. We are used to adding more to our plate. That actually feels good for us until it really doesn't. So if you are in one of those positions where you are like, oh my God, it just really feels like I need to take a break," but my my brain isn't letting me, it feels really uncomfortable, and I'm worried I'm going to become irrelevant, I'm worried I'm going to miss out on things, I'm worried that I'm not going to make money, that clients aren't going to find me, please give yourself permission to just take a step back because I promise you that what is meant for you will not miss you and you cannot fuck it up. You cannot mess it up by taking just a little bit of extra time. And that is usually what ends up allowing us to return back to things sooner rather than Extending out that recovery time because you're operating and continuing to show up at sixty percent. Like, think about it this way: like you're digging yourself a deeper and deeper and deeper hole every single time you do that, and then you have all of these layers that you have to climb back out of in order to get back up to your full capacity. And at a certain point, it's just easier not to climb, and it's easier just to keep digging, keep digging. But you can't sustain that pace for forever. You just can't. So for me, I wanted to share this. you because I think it's really relevant. And I actually, I answered a question similar to this, a listener question on the podcast two episodes ago. And I think it is really relevant because as business owners, like there are so many examples of people that I see on the internet where I'm like, there's no way you are partnering with your nervous system. Like, there's just no way that you have the capacity to do this for the long term. And those types of people end up getting burnt out. They end up quitting their businesses. And we're all about longevity over here. We're all about, like, you know what? Five years from now, I want you to have a business that you fucking love, not one that feels like a fucking prison, not one that feels like you can't escape it, not a business that feels like you are working for it. So... If you are going through something like this or you need to come back to this episode in the future and give yourself a reminder of like, hey, it's okay to take a step back. Like one day, one week, one month in the bigger picture really isn't that much. When you actually just give yourself permission to dial it back, you will return so much faster. And this is one of the big reasons that today I actually did an energy healing session was because I was like, I am feeling very emotional. I have a lot of emotions. I am like a highly emotional person and I have been since I was very young. Um, Side note, that's really funny. My parents actually, my mom specifically, used to videotape me back in the 90s, videotape me throwing a tantrum and then show me later just to show me how, quote, like embarrassing I was. But I've always been a kid with a lot of emotions. Like I just, I feel things very, very deeply. And as a business owner, Being able to show up for my business and being able to be visible is super, super important. But I can't do that when I'm feeling so many things that literally make it and make me feel incapable of showing up. It is like, it's kind of hard to explain, but it's like I have so many emotions, so many thoughts, so many feelings that I feel frozen and I just like cannot move. I can't think. I cannot get things into a bullet points. I can't make lists. Like I'm like immobilized. I like can't do shit when I am stuck in that many feelings. And with energy healing, a big piece of this is being able to invite those emotions in, being able to ask the emotions, like, are these even mine in the first place and then to sit with them and move through them and release them. And a lot of the times what ends up happening is that we have things that we haven't processed, we haven't worked through that we just shove into the back and we're like, I'll deal with it later. I'll deal with it later. Or like even worse, I won't deal with it. And we're like, it's fine. I'm just going to keep moving and doing the thing. And your body is like, "Um, excuse me, like I'm going to push the hard stop button because you actually haven't taken time to release this. You haven't taken time to deal with this. And turns out." I don't forget. The body does not forget all of these things. It's like if you haven't read the book The Body Keeps the Score, I would absolutely recommend it. It is brilliant and really really goes to show like why we need to deal with a lot of these things because it will catch up with you eventually and if you aren't creating time or space to process and work through these things, it is going to feel devastating once it does because it's not going to take an hour of your time. It's going to take month. It's going to take half a year, whatever it is, and it's going to come in the form of things like chronic illness. It's going to come in the form of trauma or whatever it is that like pushes that hard reset button for you. So this for me is why energy healing is so important. It is like, I don't know what I was doing before energy healing, but like now that I have it, I'm like, wow, yeah, I can't imagine my life without this, without addressing the energetic side of things. So in today's session, I... I mean, I picked up on emotions that I didn't even realize I was still holding on to, things that were from my last relationship that I was like, okay, yeah, I've moved through that, but like, nope, guess not. Like, they're still there, feelings of rejection and abandonment, and also those being associated with how my business are doing, too. Because that breakup was a pretty traumatic event for me, now every time I feel rejection or you know things aren't going quite how I pictured that they would inside my business, it brings me right back to that moment in my relationship where I experienced those same things. And I was like, oh, that makes a lot of sense. Okay, so those two are related. I can't actually compartmentalize everything like society tells us that we can. So releasing a lot of those emotions and then also with this neck thing that I have going on, this was really cool. So anytime that you have physical pain, you can actually associate that with an energetic cause. So for me, I'm thinking like, why does this pain come up in my neck? Like, why doesn't it appear in my elbow or my knee or my ankle or, you know, whatever other party part of my body? Why is it specifically my neck? And I was tuning in during the energy healing session. I was talking with my guides and I was asking like, why my neck? Like, what's what's up with this? And my guides were like, think about it. Like, what does your neck do? And I was like, well, it, like, holds my head up because when my neck hurts, it's, like, really hard to, like, sit up from laying down. Like, a neck-initiated movement is really, really hard. And I was like, oh, my God the neck is the support. It supports my head. Holy shit, I have not been supporting myself. And this was just like a massive light bulb moment that went off in my head because with the new boyfriend who is really fucking fun, really exciting, I am loving spending every moment that I get to spend with him. But also I've let a lot of things slide in my life, right? So things like Morning meditation, things like taking baths because it is being replaced by hanging out with him, which is not bad. But also, as a high level business owner, I need to make sure that I am taking care of myself first so that my business can thrive. I can't afford to have all of these things get pushed to the wayside because if I'm not supporting myself, who's going to at the end of the day? This is all so related because I'm not taking care of myself, because I'm not supporting myself my neck is like, hey, this is like a big sign and a big signal for you to step back into this or this is going to continue to be a problem. So, I was able to send some healing to my neck area. And that was just such a big moment of realization where I was like, okay, yep, we are recommitting back to the morning routine. There shall be no more of this like half ass commitment to myself. Because what is that telling the universe? Like, if I half ass commit to myself, but I like fully expect the universe to show up for me and I fully expect my business to show up for me when I am not showing up for it, that doesn't make a lot of sense. So, sent the energy to my neck. It's actually feeling so much better. And after that, I kid you not, this huge flood of ideas came in. It was like the universe being like, good job. You handled your shit. Here's some, here's some stuff. You cleared that out. You made space for the new stuff. And here it is. Here's exactly what you've been asking for. So with energy healing, I use this a lot of the times when I am going into launch mode, when I don't really know what I want to do with my marketing. I don't really know what I want my messaging to be. I don't know what I want my copy to be, what platforms to use. And I don't know the dates of the launch. I don't know what I'm going to be offering, I go into an energy healing session and I ask these questions. And I mean, this one delivered big time. Not only did I see a lot of the graphics that I wanted to use, and I'm a very visual person. I'm very clairvoyant, which means I can just like see images and see pictures very vividly. But I was able to get a sense of what I want people to feel inside this launch. Like it's very much like a coming home for the first time type of feeling, which is really fucking cool because not only do I have something for people to anchor back into, like, it really rounds out my messaging. It's not just like this random sporadic, here, I'm going to have this offer here and there. It's like, no, I'm creating an entire storyline throughout my launch that I'm going to be bringing you through. And that wouldn't have been possible if I wouldn't have gone into this energy healing session and asked. It's like, the biggest cheat code that you can have is just asking your guides in the universe directly like, hey, what should I do for this? And they're like, you should do this. And you're like, cool, thank you. Instead of just trying to like pull all of this inspiration from your brain, which I tell you what is really hard because sometimes you don't feel creative and sometimes you don't want to. Like this is partnering and co-creating with the universe. This is collaboration. You don't always have to do it all by yourself. So this was really cool. And the universe just was like, yep, here's all these ideas, like run with it and do what you can. And on the other side of the energy healing session, I am feeling so much lighter. Like this, I'm probably talking 500 miles a minute because I just feel like I have so much more energy now. I feel so much lighter and I really feel like I have so much more clarity. I do an energy healing session about once a week and it is just so Fucking important. And I know I've talked about it on the podcast before, but going into periods or times of higher stress, so things like launches. Doing these supportive practices for yourself is so, so key. I always tell my clients, okay, if you're going into a launch, make sure you have something scheduled for self-care every single day, whether that is receiving energy healing, whether that is taking a bath, getting a massage, getting breath work, any of that, like, you really need to be in receiving mode so that you can actually receive more money, receive more clients, receive more opportunities if we aren't in receiving energy, how do we expect to receive anything? Like, that's, that's so much of what we want as business owners is we want all of the things, but we're not actually making space to bring them in. So that is my little spiel on energy healing and just how much it has really positively impacted my life. And I'm so excited to share this with you. And hopefully if you're listening, you got in on one of the free energy healing circle spots because this is going to be absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. I can't wait. So there will be journal prompts in the show notes for this episode related to how you can better support yourself. Please let me know if you are enjoying those. I write all of the show notes myself, so if those are something that you find again, I'm going to use the word supportive, but if you find that supportive for yourself and having prompts and things to reflect back on from the episode, please let me know. I love hearing from you. You can email me. I am hello at expandwithchelsea.com or you can leave a review on iTunes. Every single rating and review really, really helps me out. And as I am trying to grow the podcast even more, something that is so, so helpful is you sending episodes to friends or family members that you know would resonate with the episode. So, maybe it is your bestie who owns a business and you're like, hey, I know you've been stressed out lately. I think that this would be really, really supportive for you. Again, I'm going to use that word. I appreciate those shares so, so much. And that is truly what helps to grow the business and grow the podcast and keeps me here showing up for you every single week. I so appreciate you. I hope you have the best rest of your day and I will talk to you next episode.